And now for something completely different. A radio show about books. Didn't think it through at all. Inconceivable! <laughs> yes, the show's serious. That's totally a thing. Thank you. Tarzan of the Apes. Brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' immortal book. Oh, wow. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. And now for your host, Daniel Thompson, a completely underqualified buffoon who has no idea why he's here in the first place. And all were amazed and said, this guy is really good. Do you do children's parties? <laughs> Hello, creatures. Welcome again to the Very Serious Writing Show. On this special Valentine's Day edition, we bring into the studio Brain Russell, because doesn't that just make sense? <laughs> oh, yeah. <coughs> oh, man, I'm becoming an old man. You hear that? I was laughing, and I started coughing like an old person. I'm going to die. That's the news that I have for you today. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Well, I hope you all enjoy today. Today is official candy is 75% off day and is the most important day in uh, whatever month this is. I guess we're in February, huh? I'm not paid to pay attention to this type of stuff. I'm paid to... I'm not paid at all. So, yes. More information in the after day. For today, we are talking the Firewall Saga, which is Brayden's serialized novel. Serialized novels, they don't really happen a whole lot anymore. So, it's a cool idea, and we're talking about. That's what we're talking about today. Boom shakalaka. Bring it on, homies. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? So, let me introduce myself. Do you know who I am? The average human male is about 60% water. As far as we're concerned, that's a little extravagant. You're here because we want the best, and you're it. Nope. Couldn't keep a straight face. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I have with me today, Brayden Russell. Say hi, Brayden. Hey, guys. Brayden is one of my buddies from way back. He's, he's an OEN-er. Most of y'all probably know him from the OENs, if you know him. And But I knew, him <laughs> way, I knew you way back before, man. It has been, long it, it's been a long time. How many years Ancient has it been? History. Uh, well, I guess we met when I was 10, so... Yeah, it's been like a decade. 11 years. Uh, woo <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's very fun, man. That's very fun. He yeah, is the author. That's a good time. You, you are the author of multiple things that have done really well in the OEN contests. You, you've, you've done some, some work that's won contests, and that's pretty cool. It's very well, prestigious. Well, I, I never, I, I never actually won the contests, um... I got uh, got an honorable mention, and then you final uh, you were a finalist, had, weren't you? I, and then I was a finalist, yeah. So yeah, it's um, way cool. <laughs> but, but lots of my problem was always that I I, I never read the. Uh, it seems like every year there would be some kind of um, little clause that I had missed in the like in the rules for the contest. So like it would ask for courier new, and I would have written it in like you know eh. uh, Times New Roman. Yeah, uh, at least it wasn't Comic Sans, but you know, little stuff like that. I, I I'm never good at reading those, so then I'd have to like call in tearfully and be like, 
you know, guys, I broke a rule. Can I still be in the contest? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's what happens. At least when I break when I break a rule for OEN, you know, I accidentally bring peanuts <laughs> to a workshop. You know what, Daniel? Like, what's the percentage of people who are deadly allergic to peanuts these days? Maybe you should switch to like I don't carrots know, or something. You could bring carrots Celery. to work. I, I guess that makes sense. Or with the novel, I once wrote a novel, like thirty thousand words in papyrus, all in papyrus. Oh my! It, it was beautiful. <laughs> it, <laughs> it looked so pretty to my thirteen-year-old self. I was like, Look. I actually think I, I think I remember that story. Actually, was that the Egyptian? Oh no! Uh, was that the Egyptian story? <laughs> I thought I burned it. <laughs> no, man, I saw it on your computer. It's, oh dang! Unless you. <laughs> Many, many years ago, but... Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, right now, you're working on the Firewall Saga, which is a serialized uh -huh. web story. That's which, right. Which is wacky. I haven't heard anyone doing this, man, and it's it's way cool. D tell, give me yeah. the premise. Give me the premise here real well, quick. Well, all right, so the premise of Firewall Saga is that in the not-too-distant future, cybernetics are, are a big thing. Everybody has cybernetics. In fact, it's mandatory to have a neural implant uh, in your brain. Uh, it's kind of like kind of like uh, vaccines nowadays. Babies born, they get their little neural implant. Uh, everybody's kind of connected to this uh, virtual reality that has become the internet. I say, should say the internet became this virtual reality world where everybody's connected almost all the time and, and basically everybody likes that way more than the real world so they spend a lot more time there. And at some point uh, after this, a, a virus is released that um, kind of sweeps across this uh, internet. It's called the Stratos Grid and uh, starts infecting people with neural implants. And the, uh, the, the government at the time uh, herds everyone behind these safe areas uh, before they can all be infected, herds the still uninfected people behind uh, these uh, protective areas called firewalls, and hmm. there are places that are that are maintained by these uh, what are called updaters. They're men, women who have special uh, neural cybernetics to keep them awake all the time and enhance their mental abilities. And they're keeping these firewalls up uh, uh, at all times to keep the virus from getting in. So uh, you have the people with cybernetics who are uninfected behind the firewalls. You have the people outside who are infected. And they are uh, basically they're 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 cyber zombies basically you know cyborg zombies, and wow <laughs> uh, ex except they're they're not like the slobbering like you know brains zombies mm. they're they're more like they're more like drones they they build cities they maintain them huh. you know uh, they each have their own little job but if you walk in there they'll probably kill you oh uh, that's if good. you're uninfected yeah so they'll just eviscerate you and clean it up so did you uh, did you literally turn like a computer virus back into a physical virus did you did you really just do that because that's what i'm hearing i guess that's basically what i did because it's like a biological zombie virus but it is neurologically uh, based you know, basically yeah it's it infects it infects the computer hardware in your brain so and uh your your body Dang. your body d decays and and decomposes but um, the That's virus crazy. fixes that by it, it keeps it keeps upgrading you uh, constantly, so that pretty soon the people who are infected are basically uh, they they have human minds, you know, that oh. have been taken over by this cybernetics, but they're almost 
completely uh, cybernetic as far as parts go. But so that's that's the story world, and then okay. outside the firewalls, uh, you have the downgrades, who are people who resisted the cybernetics before. They were kind of the cultists, mm. uh, you know, and now they're the only people who can move freely around uh, around this world without becoming infected because they don't have the implants. So, gotcha. Okay, so. You shouldn't have used the word zombies because the last author that came on here and mentioned the word zombie <laughs> got booed off the stage. It was sad. <laughs> oh yeah, well, poor well, Carrie. Well, mine aren't, mine aren't Amish. Oh, that's mine aren't Amish. That's a better. And they're not in space. They're not Amish and they're not in space. So well, there won't be any uh, offended Amish people this time. I tell you what. <laughs> How, I'm wonder. I'm curious. What is the demographic of Amish listeners to this podcast? You know, I'm, you'd probably be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're huddling they're they're huddling in their you know in, in their barns with their with their uh, you know illegal com- computers and iPhones mm-hmm. tuning in every week to your show Daniel. This is how the teenagers in Amish communities <laughs> rebel. <laughs> they listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, so, so serialized uh, format. Let's talk a bit about that. What gave you uh-huh. the idea to, to sure. do that? Uh, well, I've. I just I really like uh, long form storytelling. I would rather watch a TV show than a movie. Um, I, I love a series of anything. I love podcasts and um, I love web comics. So I've, I've always kind of wanted to do something like that. Um, and and I, I really ultimately want to write some kind of uh, TV show or web series. You know, a a video series, but I figured it's a lot cheaper to just write no an kidding, online right? serial, and uh, so and, and there's there is I feel like there are a lot more people starting to do that, and there's kind of an underground community online um, of of people, a cult following of, <laughs> of people who read <laughs> um, serial work. Yeah, serial oh. work. So um, I've been reading a few here lately. There are actually some pretty good ones out there. What are some of the hurdles you had to jump over to kind of get this off the ground? Um, getting uh, getting out of bed early in the morning to write is a is a hurdle, but I guess that's not what you're. That's just an <laughs> overall like writer hurdle. How much of it did you write before the launch? I wrote about. I tried. I told myself that I was going to get ten episodes out before the launch, and I got eight. And then thought, yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so. Um, but as far as hurdles uh, to the serial, it was definitely uh, the biggest hurdle, and really that I'm still dealing with, is that I haven't, I don't have the whole thing outlined. And I usually, when I write a book, Ooh. I have the whole thing outlined before I write. You're living dangerously. Um, and I did with this one. I, I did. <laughs> Life on the edge, I tell you. But with, with this story, um, because of kind of the scope of it, I, I have an idea of where I'm going to end up. And I have an idea of a few of the places that I'm going to stop at along the way, but I don't really have a blow-by-blow idea of what's going to happen. So there's a lot more discovery writing going on, which really scares me. Uh, <laughs> but it <laughs> uh, terrifies me, actually. So so moving on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has been Braden Russell's Deepest Fears. Uh, <laughs> well, hey... Um, it's a, it's a cool idea to do the serialize. You're at one a week right now. How many episodes have you posted? I have posted. Well, let me count uh, because I have it up right here. I have six episodes posted. 
at about 2,000 words each. What types so, of reactions are you getting from people? How, how are people responding, um, your readers? People are responding really well. Uh, they seem to like it. They seem to like the characters. Um, I'm getting some good feedback from people because I've, I really, I've asked people to uh, give me feedback, as, uh, critical feedback as well. And I have links to uh, the, artic- the document on Google Docs where people can go and, and edit and critique it as well, do a more thorough critique. And uh, so I've been really happy with the response it's gotten so far. I mean, it's not like it's just exploded viral across the internet, but but it has a it, it has a pretty decent number of people who are, are following it and reading it already. So, well, that's great, man. Like I, I the the Google Docs idea that's cool. Yeah, I because um, I the idea is I, I want to build a community of people who are not only reading it but also kind of helping me get it ready you know it's it's crowdsourced editing which is another concept that i really like mm-hmm. um and uh, so hopefully uh hopefully people won't be be shy about you know going in there and just tearing it apart as well and uh tis my hope <laughs> tis, tis, tis the hope so tis the hope do you get a lot of audience interaction do, do they post comments are they are they active with uh talking to you about how where are things going? Yeah, um, I've I've had a, a decent number of comments. So right right now, I'll have I have a few people who are commenting consistently, mm-hmm. and uh, and I always try to comment back. Um, and then I have people, some people sending me private messages, people engaging on Twitter. Uh, so just kind of different areas. Like I said, not it's not like I'm getting you know tens and hundreds of yeah thousands of comments or anything, but. Um, but I have a few. Uh, I definitely have a number of people who are engaging well. Well, yeah. I mean, that's 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 the hope, and that's what I would look for if I was doing like a uh, like something serialized. I just feel like it, the opportunity to engage with people because you get kind of step by step feedback on how they're responding to different story beats. Yeah, and that will help me plan the story a lot as well. You know, kind of give me a feel for that. Are you, are you using their feedback to kind of outline where you're where you plan on going? Well, obviously not outline, but <laughs> well, it's it's given me some ideas uh, for sure, and I'm kind of thinking. So it's it's right now it's kind of organized into seasons, mm. uh, and as soon as each each season is going to be about uh, fifty to sixty thousand words, so about novel, uh, about like a novel. So and I'm planning on I'm cleaning them up and publishing them as. Ebooks and possibly uh, print books as well. Once this is finished, uh, so I'm thinking at the end of each season, maybe have some kind of you know like a Google Hangouts or some way to kind of uh, just have a chat with some of my readers and kind of get their thoughts on the next season, where they think it's going, where they you know any ideas they have. So I, I really want to build up a community there of people to kind of go through this with me. <laughs> Yeah, that's very interactive. That is that is cool. Have any of the like the OEN people? Are they part of that community or uh, a few OEN people? It's it's funny. People that I know don't really like. Um, people are the the people who I know. My friends from OEN and, and those communities are the ones who send me private messages on Facebook and go <laughs> go. You know, hey, liking it, man. But uh, you made a really funny typo 
<laughs> in that last chapter <laughs> and we're just gonna gonna make fun of you for that for, for a little while now so. <laughs> that is that, is, that kind of describes like the older Owen community i think yeah <laughs> that that's funny that's that's too accurate actually <laughs> yeah comfort. but I, I i get to do it back so that's I, true. I deserve it for for all the for all the times i've read their work and, and done the very same thing so it's all fun <laughs> so how many episodes in this first season uh, in the first season, I'm not sure how many episodes, but uh, there will probably be uh, four episodes, and at each episode is about is like episode. I'm about to wrap up episode one, and it's going to be about. Uh, let me pull up my little Scribner <laughs> document here. Where <laughs> oh, you, so you use Scribner? I do use Scribner. It's been really helpful to like it? organize it and everything. I mean, I love Scribner. Uh, I definitely. Highly recommend it. For anyone who doesn't know what Scribner is, it is a um, it's a tool for novelists and and writers, and it is not only something to write your book in, but something to organize it, something to help outline it. Um, it's a database. It's just it's an amazing tool. You can do so much with it. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I'm actually I have eight episodes in. Uh, episode two, five episodes in episode one. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, in- installments. <laughs> installments. <laughs> it gets confusing in, in each episode. It is confusing. I, I'm probably making this way too confusing, but I've always liked <laughs> bullet points. Like I'm the guy who has, you know, like I, I have the number, and then I have the the bullet point, and then I have the times. I, you know, all these subheadings and sub. I love it. I go way overboard with it. Mm-hmm. I'm a bullet point addict. <laughs> but okay. yeah, so mul- multiple installments within each episode. Yeah, and each installment is about two thousand words long. Yeah, that that seems really steady. Do you have any advice for someone who is who would be trying to do like the uh, the, the serialized? Well, it's definitely uh, it it helps to plan ahead. Uh, as far as I know, I just said I didn't plan much, mm-hmm. but it, it helps to have just some idea where you're going, and definitely uh, have a good number of episodes queued up. Now, watch me in a month when <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I've, day I've, before. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've lost all my cue, and I'm sitting there, you know, That's... chewing, chewing my desk and <laughs> raging at the sky. The <laughs> <laughs> writer's block is like, I'm going to get you for every dark day you cursed me. <laughs> How you like yes. me now? <laughs> Oh uh, man, you also blog a bit. You have you have your mm-hmm. website, which is Storymonger. I do. Uh, it's called it's uh, www.thestorymonger.com, and I did that for uh, almost three years, and I put out a, a blog post just about every week. And I learned actually, I learned a lot from that. It helps me with uh, this serial story, the, the firewall story, um, because having that weekly deadline really teaches you a lot about deadlines and oh, yeah, lack of sleep and <laughs> all that good stuff. <laughs> no, you don't, have to, you don't have to preach that to me, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I know you, have, you, you're, uh, you keep pretty busy with this podcast and I do. getting a fresh episode every, <laughs> every week. I do That's, as long as, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, so you 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 wrote some really cool blog posts on, on that. I think it's I think, but you're 
your serialized novel, that's not, I, I, it's not connected to that side, is it? It, I, you know what, I, I, I should connect them better. There's like, there's a link in my about the author page mm. on the Firewall Saga uh, that will take you to the blog. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like how are people, how do people yeah. go find Firewall Saga? Okay, so the Firewall Saga is thefirewallsaga.com. That's easy. And you can go there. It'll now on the first page. You'll see the latest episode. So, um, you know, scroll up to the top, and there's a link that says "Start Here," and then you'll just have a page of me talking a little bit about the story, and then uh, you can have have a link to the beginning of the story, and then there's a table of contents as well where you can go in and. Yeah, it's real clean side. Uh, Hey, well, thanks. It's I'm not a uh, I'm not a, a web designer by any means, but I I'm also very very picky about how my stuff looks, and I'll <laughs> Google the I will Google Google to death. I did that once. I Googled Google's death. It just and died. So wow. it died. It's um, apparently dead. Use Yahoo. Google is dead. Well, the, the, <laughs> the Google they have now is is actually uh, you don't realize this, but search engines actually have like stunt doubles. Do they? So, yeah, it was really good they had this one because, uh, and, and supposedly, what, what, what the nice people at Google tell me is, is this one actually works a lot better. You know, it's a younger, better looking more Google vibrant. and yeah. more vibrant, but of course they don't let word get out because. What would Bing say? You know, Bing's been there forever. It's not <laughs> just, this is one solitary thing and Bing keeps going. I think that's a little bit inspiring when you think about it, because even though no one likes Bing, Bing still keeps going. It's still there. It's trying. So I think I can. I think I can. Even though it can't. I Bing I can. <laughs> even though it can't. It, it's still there. So that's that's your inspirational uh, writing. Be like Bing. <laughs> Tip for the day. We could probably get a. Uh, do we have a Do we have a writing prompt for that? Nope, not yet. Can we turn that into a writing prompt? Let's That'd turn be that very into interesting a writing to see prompt. if we could turn that into a writing prompt. That'd be beautiful. Radio, radio, radio audience, here's your writing prompt. <laughs> All of you out in radio land. <laughs> oh, that's fun. For VSWS News, I'm Daniel Thompson. A small child has forever lost her respect for the office of President of the United States after having her most potent political question answered in the negative by President Barack Obama. The child allegedly conferred with the commander-in-chief on the show of one Ellen DeGeneres, asking him whether or not aliens were real. The president, drawing upon years of political savvy, replied, saying, We haven't actually made direct contact with them yet. Thanks, Obama. A poll of college graduates with student loans has revealed to what great lengths they would go to to alleviate themselves of their loan debt. According to a study poll, 54% of the surveyed students would be willing to give up coffee, 40% would give up a year of their life expectancy, 35% would give up texting, 28% would name their child Sally May, 6% would cut off their pinky finger, and 4% would move to Syria. For clarification, 5% more people were willing to lose a year of their own lives rather than giving up texting. Good job, America. Priorities. A Goodwill store in Florida is encouraging local residents to celebrate Valentine's Day by donating all of their ex-girlfriend and boyfriend's belongings to the store. The Donate Your Ex's Stuff event will run from February 15th through the 29th. The statement from the store allegedly indicated that they believe this action will bring singles coming out of a relationship a sense of closure, or at the very least, the sweet taste of ice-cold vengeance. 
A maintenance worker in an Australian public bathroom discovered a possum living inside a toilet paper dispenser. Upon discovery, the possum did not kill or even maim the aforementioned maintenance worker. This is the first time this has ever been recorded as happening in Australian history. Authorities say that they believe that this could be a sign from the heavens that perhaps a peace between Australian wildlife and the human population might be at hand. A Chicago museum is renting out a room designed after Vincent van Gogh's painting, Bedroom and Aries. This story is actually not funny in any way. I just think it's really cool, and we should all go there and have tea together. Finally, a team of British people has broken the Guinness World Record for the highest stack of pancakes with a record tower of 3 feet 4 inches of the circular breakfast food. Congratulations, British people. You've inspired us all. For VSWS News, I'm Daniel Thompson. Now, hey, I want to shift directions. We talked about Firewall. I want to talk sure. about, we uh-huh. we did a project here recently that's about to come out. All right, so the project that we did, Daniel. Yes. You and I, is we did a, we did a video. <laughs> did we? <laughs> called, called, <laughs> we did. And I'll just fill you in on it, Daniel. Please do. It was a video called the Stolen Voices, and it's a video about a, uh, it's a video about a man who is sent into a woman's mind. Uh, she is on. She's in ICU. She's in a coma, and this man is sent into her subconscious to analyze her and determine if she is uh, if she is worth saving or not. If if they're going to pull the plug or not. So it's a near future kind of dark speculative uh, speculative story. Oh so, yeah, yes. and it's. I just love how bright and happy it is the entire way through. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> if you're if you're sad, if you're at all sad after uh, any of the things we've discussed in this episode, um, like you know, the death of Google or mm-hmm. uh, the the decrepit crawling along on hands and knees state of being, or anything else, then you should definitely watch this video when it comes out because it will cheer you right up, right up, so quickly. You'll be so happy. <laughs> and and that was it, that was a funky video shoot. I, I really enjoyed being on the set. Once once me and Kiefer stopped being at each other's throats. <laughs> I think that was the key. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys worked well together uh, when we when we reached that point. That was and and just uh, just kind of a tip for for everybody who maybe wants to make videos out there. That that is. Having everybody who's going to be a part of the project get together beforehand and talk about it—it's so important—is key. And and we were going to do that. We but, were, but I and, and we kind of did it. But Daniel uh, was not able to make it, and we should have probably rescheduled, but we didn't. So Daniel showed up at the door of the location where we had our first shoot, and the day of, we just threw him in there. He like he had no, he had a camera and he had a basic knowledge of the movie and my beautiful and... shot list had been torn up <laughs> and replaced with this husk <laughs> i'll never forgive well, we, Kiefer we for that, that. <laughs> yeah there was that <laughs> but no the film ended up turning out really pretty like i was still able to do some of the stuff in there i think that's where me and him started working together really well but yeah we just were getting on yeah. each other's nerves like i he he had he had called some of my uh, shots fluff shots and I had said, I'd made the statement, well, what's wrong with that shadow on the wall? And he was doing lighting. And I th- so I think we'd, we'd <laughs> both pronounced cardinal sins for, for our areas. I was, I was cinematography, <laughs> he was the gaffer. 
And uh, but it was a well, cool. You, you guys were both uh, just had very different stylistic techniques. Totally different. Now, uh, of of you know cinema when it came to cinematography. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to work with him now. <laughs> like I really <laughs> want to do something with him now that I get him, <laughs> and now that we <laughs> understand each other, I feel like it'd be yeah. it'd be it, like, yeah. It'll go much better ne- next time. Um, but actually, everything about the shoot, the stolen uh, voices shoot uh really just came together we had a lot of things that seemed like disasters like the mysterious noise of doom that Uh was happening in the room that we were shooting in it was like this noise we turned (laughs) off all the air conditioning we turned off all the machines we're sweating like heck yeah it it got so hot in there we could we could not figure out where the sound was coming from and i think did it just turn off randomly at some point (laughs) i think i think the monster in the in the wall was just like yeah i think i'll go to sleep now it was it just it just stopped we honestly we should maybe maybe the prisoner that they were keeping in the basement (laughs) finally gave up on trying to call for help and just died (laughs) and that was what happened while we were shooting that video we should have turned the air conditioner back on man yeah (laughs) oh it was warm that was a it's a very toasty Uh, film shoot not as bad yeah. as the film shoot that I shot out in Quartz Mountain, where it got up to 100 oh, yeah. degrees, and we were outside. Oh, my. And it was like, even though it was windy, Oklahoma never never lets you down there, but I mean, it was just hot. <sighs> yeah. And know, what was that shoot for? That was Alone Plural, which is nearly done. Okay. I've got my cinematography, yeah. courtesy of my good friend Tom Rackham, a.k.a. Benny, a.k.a. Lenny. Lenny got my, my CGI. <laughs> Sam Cooper, the soundtrack's done. Essentially, every essentially we're just waiting on me to finish up the sound effects. That's where I'm at because there's like a portal, like a sci-fi portal in it uh-huh. that I'm having to do the sound design for. And basic, like base sound design, creating a sound effect from the bottom up is ridiculous. It's how much goes into it. I'm and, sure. Yeah, I I always just go online and. You know, try to find something that's not too cheesy. Like, if you can find a a, 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 a gun firing that's actually a gun mm-hmm. firing and not a person going, that's always convenient. That's yeah. always nice. <laughs> I still, I still sound effect for my for my gunshots in the film. They're like they're more sci-fi guns. So I stole like lightsaber sound effects from a Star Wars video game. <laughs> and it turned out really cool. Like, I combined it with gunshots, and so it has a really robust sound to it. Just a little bit of, like, a scream. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. But, yeah, Lost Voices, I think there's a lot of good... The allegory elements are there. It's it's a really well-paced story, I think. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to see it again. I got to see that the rough draft that you posted. I'd like to, I'd like to see yeah. it again. I I think it's coming out next week. Uh, so so what day? Uh, if anybody, uh, well, what day? I'm not quite sure yet. I'm gonna because next week uh, would I'm probably be this for, week. Next Wait. week would probably what day is it? I don't even know what today, day it is. Uh, <laughs> Wait. I hate I, today's a Monday. Uh, today Wait, is no, a today, Monday. Today is today is a Thursday. No, today's a Monday. Okay. What? Today's a Monday, Braden. <laughs> It's when this episode's coming out. This episode's coming out on a Monday. That's true. Okay. So, so when this episode comes out, people will have already uh, the, the video will have already been long posted and probably flagged and taken down by YouTube. Okay, that's uh, good. So, 
<laughs> yeah, it's Hopefully hard. Not. It's hard to remember that you're actually speaking to the future right now. We that, are that in. True, yeah. The future is now. <laughs> it is a Monday. I, we I are feel brightening like, someone's uh, Monday, right I now. I feel like I am in one of my own stories. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. Okay, so probably the week of the 15th, 15th through the 19th, somewhere in there. I'll post it. I'll post it on my website yeah. when, when. Okay. We, if, yeah. if that's chill with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Have that. Have that link up there. And, yeah. And. Yeah, I think um, I think everyone I believe now. You guys, uh, you you all, lovely audience will will get to see Daniel in this movie, not in the movie itself, but in the blooper reel, which will also be coming out. And that I'm probably more excited about than the video. Frankly, I'm better in blooper reels than I am in normal things anyway. <laughs> it's just just 100% honest. We need to do another project. When, when's, when's our next project, Brayden? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, this is a pretty good one that we're doing right now. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Projectception. <laughs> oh, craziness, uh, man. It's a project, project within a project. Where can people find you on the social medias? You're not very active on Facebook. <coughs> not to throw you under the uh, bus, but you're really I, not. I am not, and and the reason I'm not uh, anymore uh, is because I'm currently living in an RV that has no internet except for what I can get on my phone. So it's a very zen space, and, and it's great for creativity and productivity, but does not good for my online presence. Uh, but I will, I, I do engage... With my followers, uh, when I can, when I can get out and and get online, um, and yes, so people can find me on Twitter. Um, I am uh, my Twitter handler, hander handle. Your Twitter hander. The person, my Twitter hander. The person that hands you your Twitter every morning. Here, sir, have a Twitter. I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah, where I you meant at? to say Twitter handler. I, I actually have a like a like a handler on oh. social media. I'm like I'm like a hitman. Gotcha. I have to be. Uh... Like today, today you you were going to go to this location. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, to send these tweets today. <laughs> okay, what's your Twitter, Twitter exactly. handle? My Twitter is at storymonger, and there's an underscore between story and monger. Ooh, so um, it's like my blog. My blog is thestorymonger.com. You can find me on Facebook as Braden Russell, um, and and yeah, I think that's it. I'm and not thefirewall.com. Thefirewall.com. Thefirewallsaga.com. New episodes and every when? What what day you post episodes? Every week, every Wednesday. New, new episodes so. every Wednesday. Firewall Saga. Thefirewallsaga.com. Everyone needs to go and check that out. It'll be very cool. Braden, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, absolutely, Daniel. Hey, this is fun. I will catch you later, my man. All right. Thanks, Daniel. See you guys. This episode of The Very Serious Writing Show is sponsored by Chicken Scene Queen. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? By the way, I have a blog now at thatguywiththehat.com. And that does it for the epic conclusion of this week's episode of The Very Serious Writing Show. Next week, tune in for someone completely different. Because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next week we got Nadine Brandes in, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But in the meantime, you can get yourself some readables by going on to thefirewallsaga.com. Go read Braden's stuff, because he is a legit good writer. I've enjoyed what I've read of his work. It's just good 
it's just, it's just good. It really is. Also check him out on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, and at his blog, thestorymonger.com. If you want to hang out with me, it's thatguywiththehat.com, and also Facebook and Twitter and Goodreads, where all true introverts can come together to not interact by telling everybody what book we happen to be reading at any given time. It's pretty special that way. I will catch you all next week, and yeah, that's the word. Man, we have so much outro left. Look at all that room. I'm looking at it right now. There's so much room left in this outro. We can talk about anything. What do you want to talk about? What shall we talk about? Um, sloths. Let's talk about sloths. I saw a bath curtain that depicted a sloth climbing the Empire State Building and smacking down planes. They also had it in t-shirt and pillow form. And I feel like this is something that I want for my life. Also, I found a Mr. Bean cardboard cutout stand-up, like a life-size Mr. Bean. And his facial expression is perfection. So, if anyone wants to donate to the Get Daniel a Mr. Bean cutout fund, I will graciously accept anything that you want to give me. Because I'm a gracious person. That's how this works. Anyway, hey, you all have a lovely week. I will see you all again next Monday. Enjoy your current Monday. Go get you some chocolate because today is the day where it's 75% off. It's a holiday. Take the holiday. Love the holiday. Be the holiday. You are the holiday. Have a great week, guys. Bye.